Hi, and welcome to the Intentional Wealth Update for the week of June 6th, uh, 2022. I'm Dennis Morton here with Katie Brown and Cody Devil. How are you guys doing? Great. Good. Great. So th this week, we're going to talk about a concept in retirement planning and really life planning that Katie uncovered uh, recently through some of her advanced coursework. Katie, tell us what you discovered and, and how you came across this concept. Sure, sure. Uh, just to take a, a, a step back, as Dennis mentioned, some educational programming that I'm going through right now. I'm really excited. I'm pursuing my CAP designation, which is Chartered Advisor in Philanthropy. And through that, learning a lot about the conversations around philanthropy and a lot about how families are preparing for giving and things that they're doing in their personal lives and, and some things that maybe they should be doing in their personal lives to prepare for the next phase. And so today we want to talk a little bit about the concept of sigmoid curves. And Peter Drunker came up with this concept of these curves. And, and, and really what it is, is overlapping from either one career to another career, or, you know, it could be a hobby or an interest, but something to, to continue your personal growth. And, and to continue that fulfillment throughout your life and, and really going through the discernment process to figure out what gives you energy, where your passions lie. And so we want to just talk a little bit about those curves and how, how they might apply to individuals. And Dennis, I know we just had a, a good conversation in advance of this. Do you want to give a, a little bit more background or context around these curves? Yeah, I think so the idea is, I mean, I'm a visual person. So visually, if you can see this, you imagine two <laughs> S curves, right? So this is, you have, you know, in any life cycle or activity, you have this initial phase where you're ramping up fast growth and then a plateau here. And I think what, what this concept defines is that all of us go through seasons of life where we accelerate plateau and we run the risk if we don't address the next phase of growth for us, things start to decline a little bit. And I think what they're addressing here is how do you become aware of those seasons of life, like retirement, where you need to accelerate the next phase? You need to identify it, start to discern a little bit. And we were talking about just phases of our own lives where that happens. I think retirement is a meaningful one, but so many people have changed careers. Like, how do you go through, through that process? Cody, you talked about how you developed a different hobby at a different season of life and how that migrated. What, what was like a transition of how you kind of went from one interest into another and accelerated growth? Yeah. So one of my major hobbies is saltwater or reef fish tanks. So I started very basic with just coral with pretty much just saltwater fish in, in college. And then I was still renting or lived with my parents for a little bit. But then when I bought my house and I had a lot more freedom and I started to get more and more involved in the, the saltwater fish tanks. And now I have too many tanks and it takes up probably too much of my time. So Cody, I think one of the key things that, that you found with developing this hobby is it created a sense of community for you. And that, that sparked a whole another conversation, Katie. When, when we go through these growth cycles, one of the first things that starts to wane is our relationships. You know, imagine people, when you're getting close to retirement, other people around you retire or your kids move away or you know people start moving away from from moving to other locations and you might start to have increased isolation which again if you don't find some other community to replace can you talk about that a little bit like how important that is on the on the on the planning for the next stage the community is really important because oftentimes the the community is what gives us the energy and and also in, inspiration 
I'm going to relate it back to myself for a minute. So I, I think one of those those curves that I picked up at one point was athletically. You know, I played sports through college and then, and actually in college, I started to run a little bit, didn't really think much of it. But shortly after graduation, I thought, oh, well, I can run in my free time now. And, and so I started running and I would run by myself. And that was my mental time, like de-stress. And I still enjoy those individual runs. But once I started finding a running community, then I really started to go much deeper into it. I was looking at other people around me and these awesome races they were doing and just the way they were going about training. And, and you'd find a group of people to do long runs with and suddenly a long run didn't feel that challenging. So I think that the community piece of it is showing up and being present for others and with others. And and, and you, you derive a lot of energy and, and inspiration through that. And I, I think those relationships are just absolutely important in any type of work, hobby, interest to really keep you going. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very true. And, and this to tie this back to our work as financial planners, it's never too early to just be cognizant of that. I mean, if we're talking, I, mean, they, I think they used a five-year window, right? Wasn't that right, Katie? That it really takes five years to, to develop that next thing, or you should be thinking in terms of five-year windows. So if you're thinking about next phase for you, say it's retirement or job change, something like that, the first things that may come to mind are, do I have enough money to do this? Or where do I want to do it? What is the right house? Is it the right job or anything else? But there's also, am I going to be surrounding myself with the relationships that I might be losing by leaving that behind and going on to this? And how do I continue to cultivate that? I think it's a blind spot for a lot of people. I, you know, we've encountered a lot of retirees who maybe didn't appreciate that soon enough and then will have to squander it. And no amount of money can, re can replace that. You it's something that has to be done in parallel. Yeah, I think you touched on something there. There's, there's a timing component to it. You want to give yourself enough runway, but also be careful that that plateau doesn't get to a point where your desire for the growth and the change starts to stifle. When, when you kind of right. reach that stagnant point, then it's much more difficult to kind of start the next greatest thing. And so this is this is where we often, and, and, and we talk about this sometimes within our firm, we get really excited when we see clients, as we call them, retiring well. And the ones that retire well are the ones that have those hobbies and activities or volunteering or maybe a part-time job or you know something different their, right. their retirement job that they are excited about because they've started that process and they they didn't let that 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 muscle atrophy that desire for personal mm -hmm. growth yeah yeah i think inertia is the term i was looking for earlier you don't yeah. that that inertia becomes very real as you start to plateau and it's not it's not a pace. I'm not saying you got to keep going as fast as you're going. Mm -hmm. It's an energy. Are you feeling invigorated by the things that you're doing? And let's be honest, you know, another 5% in your portfolio is not going to provide that. Uh, you, know, you need to make sure that the, the income amounts are good. That's why we go through the financial planning process. This is really the for what type of thing and, and, and discerning that. And I think that's been one of the most re rewarding parts of, of my career has, has been trying to look at those things not saying you have to start something fresh. Like when I decided to become a financial advisor or you know, when we founded Morton Brown, it wasn't like, I'm going to stop doing this job and I'm going to take up jujitsu or something like that, or, you know, something completely out of the blue. You take that time to reflect on what are my interests? 
What are the things that really I like to do? What have I already started doing? Can I go deeper into that and, and make that something that becomes life-sustaining, great relationship building? Like you said with running, Katie, take that thing, expand upon it, make it relational, and it becomes a high quality of life that your money can then go to support. Good discussion on that S curve of growth, uh, trying to get out ahead of the inertia that can sometimes take place before transition as you're looking to change jobs or retire or move on to that next phase of life. If you want to have these conversations, this is something that comes into financial planning, retirement coaching. There's a lot of holistic things in here, but uh, feel free to reach out to us directly with a question. We hope everyone's summer is off to a really good start, and we'll talk to you again soon.